at least St. Valentine. Good evening, folks, and welcome aboard another episode of On the Night Train with Henry and Jeff. So sit back, relax, and have yourself a cocktail as we discuss the supernatural and beyond. Since we're coming up on a little romantic holiday known as February 14th, St. Valentine's Day, we found it fitting to actually make this episode about St. Valentine's Day. Paige came up with a cocktail called My Bloody Valentine. Can you discuss that for us, Paige? Yes, I can. My Bloody Valentine is simply bourbon, blood orange liqueur, blood orange juice, and a few dashes of blood orange of orange bitters. There's definitely a blood theme in here, and the blood orange liqueur is made by Fire Saint Distilling in Pennsylvania. It's a small batch craft stuff. Works for me. Uh, go ahead, Jeff. You want to start off? Oh, uh, you can start off. Well, we are going to talk about St. Valentine's. And it is a holiday that actually goes way back to the time of... Can you give me the correct pronunciation of the festivity? Uh, Lupercalia. Lupercalia. It's a Roman festival to purify the city. Promote health and fertility. It was held around February 14th through the 16th. Single young men would kill goats and dogs. Make whips out of their skins. The single women would line up to be whipped by men until they got tired. The men, not the women, of course. Afterwards, the women's names would be entered into a lottery where the men would draw the names out of the bowl, etc. The name that was drawn to be the woman that they'd be coupled up with for the duration of the festival. Sometimes the couples would stay together. If not, they would join the same festivities the following year. Sure, why not? Why don't you talk about St. Valentine? Well, St. Valentine. Um, you know, I, I first learned about him way back in the day when I was a Catholic and uh, I picked him as my um, my saint to uh, do a report on. Yes, why? Because you're a Valentine's baby. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, February 14th, St. Valentine's Day, and that's my birthday. So, of course, I picked him out and, um, you know, learned a little bit more about I him. I got a question here. I'm sorry. I don't mean to get off the topic. Do you remember being in grade school? You went to public school, didn't you? Yes, I did. On our birthdays, we got to wear a crown. No. No. No? No. Well, up in Long Island, yes, we wore a crown. <laughs> for the day, the teacher would make it for us. 
And unfortunately, mine was so close to the end of the school year, it really didn't matter. Oh, poor Henry. Poor Henry. I know. Mine is close to the end of school year, too, so. Yes, but his is like dead center in the winter. It's perfect. Yeah, but it's also on Valentine's Day, which is a whole other thing. Because you had the little classroom Valentine's parties. Mm hmm. If they had one in Catholic school, who knows? I think it depended on the nun's mood. Well, all I know is on uh, February 14th, I'm guaranteed a present one way or another. It's a <laughs> Valentine's Day one or a birthday present. But anyways, St. Valentine was a 3rd century Roman saint. He was the patron saint of beekeepers and epilepsy and lovers. That's quite a combination, huh? It yeah. is. <laughs> That's a big mix. Yes. Weirdo. Epilepsy, beekeeping, and lovers. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was martyred by Emperor Claudius II Gothicus. He fell in love with his jailer's daughter, who was blind. And the day before his, his execution, he, cur he cured her blindness. But uh, legend has it that he wrote to her in a letter and signed it, Your Valentine. So. Therefore. Therefore. Marriage was outlawed by the emperor because he thought single men made better soldiers. Valentine secretly married couples defying orders, and he spared the husbands from going to war. Therefore, he was thrown in jail. So, yeah. Because he was defying orders, breaking mm -hmm. the law. Mm-hmm. Breaking the law for love. You know? Yeah. Love conquers all, right? Well, mostly, except for him. Got his butt thrown in jail. Somebody's he cured somebody's he cured the, his jailer's daughter's blindness. Mm -hmm. And the next day he was executed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's something I didn't know about, but yeah, I do now. He's martyr. He's yeah. Apparently, there's only there's more than one Saint Valentine, but yeah, there's like three of them, I think. Mm. But that's the one that we know the that's most associated with Valentine's Day. Sure. So, Henry, yes. I know you have some nice little romantic ghost stories for us. I have two that I've selected. The one thing is, I actually looked at a whole bunch. I came across, like, so many from the U.K. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. A <laughs> lot of Victorian era. Of course. Mm-hmm. But these two, one comes from a little town in Vermont known as Stowe. 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 Hmm. And this is about a ghost named Emily. Emily from Stowe. Emily from Stowe. Well, Emily, the story goes that they call it Emily's Bridge. Okay. Emily has a bridge named after her. You bet she does. Emily had this boyfriend mm -mm. who her parents did not approve of. That happens a lot. I know. They yeah. planned to meet at the bridge and elope. Oh. You know what happened? He stood her up. That's right. Damn, men. Men suck. You know, come on. And you just—I guess he got chicken because he wasn't approved of by mom and dad. Yeah, well, you know, my my, my in-laws. 
did not think the world of me when I first showed up. Well, well I kind of grew on them. I think Jeff kind of, uh, I think they kind of uh, uh, were impressed with Jeff when they my family first met him. Yeah. I mean, you know, they kind of adopted him pretty quick. Especially my brother. Yeah. Kurt kind of adopted him pretty quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's nice. Jeff can be a nice plaything. Yeah. <laughs> I can represent. Yeah, he was um, referred to as the brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. All right. From the first ten. Yeah, the dish, the family. Well, he didn't really get initiated to the family until at a funeral, but it's okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's get back to Miss Emily and her bridge. Oh yes, the bridge. Is it a covered bridge? Tell me. Okay. Well, yes, it is a covered bridge. Oh, this is so fun. I like covered bridges. They are very pretty. Now there, as I said, this was located up in Vermont. Mm-hmm. She actually mm-hmm. took her carriage out there. She stood up on the carriage, and she waited for her betrothed to come. Damn idiot. Stood up almost at the fucking altar. Damn. Mm. Feeling totally disgraced. Oh, yeah. Embarrassed, ashamed, humiliated. Told off her parents, probably. Yeah. (laughs) So, she couldn't go home. So she hung herself. That is so sad. Oof. Oof. All because of that damn man. I know. And what did I say about men? It's up. Amen. Yeah. I know Jeff wouldn't have done that to me. No, 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 no. And he wouldn't have done that to his wife. No, God, no. <laughs> we would have just rode off into the sunset. <laughs> I mean, yes, were there times that I actually think about running away? Oh, yeah, dude. But where the hell would I go? Right. My dog and everything were here. <laughs> exactly. My cat's here. My, yeah. my lizards are here. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? So apparently what happens is that she hung herself. Tragic. Very sad, very sad. And the sad story goes on that if you stop your car on the bridge, uh-huh. you hear footsteps across the roof of your car because of her body dangling. Mm. And then there's scratches on the car. Uh-oh. Her feet or whatever. Her shoes. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting to park your car and look out, get up and go, oh, what happened here? That almost sounds like a familiar... um, Two, if you also walk across the bridge, Uh you can get scratched. Oh, she'll physically scratch you, huh? Physically scratch you. So is that just for anybody or men in particular? I don't know. <laughs> I can see that being for a man in particular. Yeah. Even men's like, you know. Well, maybe in our road trips going across the East Coast, we can go to Stowe, Vermont and try it sometime. We'll send Jeff. <laughs> sure. Yes, but in fact, there's a, is it New Hampshire or Vermont? Vermont. Vermont. Yeah, there's a um, haunted, haunted attraction called Haunted Overload that Jeff and I saw YouTube on that looks absolutely amazing. So, October. <laughs> Road trip in October. So you hit Salem, Mass. And get there. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> okay, cool. 
So, warn your wife. I wanted to go to Salem for the longest time. So did I. Ever since I watched Bewitched. I don't go to Salem because of the history. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I mean, that, of course. But as an ignorant little white boy, I'm just like, oh, my God, Bewitched is on. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they had uh, Samantha made sure she had her witcher's convention was in Salem. Oh, yes. Because, you know, Salem is known for its uh, witches. Anyway, to get back to our little story. Strange noises, footsteps, rope cracking, and screams can be heard from the bridge. Of course. All because of some girl was jilted by her boyfriend. Damn, man. You know? He was just feeling totally inadequate. Made her a bunch of promises he couldn't keep. Or was it willing to keep? You know what I got a feeling it's it is also involved. What's that? Sex. Sex. Well, if she if he's getting married, he would have she would have put out. I'm assuming. Well, yeah, back but, in them days, I think they held out. Well, not not always, sweetheart. I mean, come on, people been having sex out of wedlock forever. Yeah, not as much back then, though. I don't think. I, <laughs> I, I, I do believe they were. They were having sex? Who, me? No, I know you have. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who, that Emily and her boyfriend? Huh? Emily and her boyfriend were having sex? I do believe that they must have, and that she felt violated because she was no longer pure. So, how could she actually marry another man? She was used goods. Well, I guess if you had that mindset. Yeah, I know. And back in the day, they had that mindset. And it, and some people still have that mindset, which I think is totally ridiculous. Oh, my God, that's crazy. But that's just my opinion. They meant to that. Well, they won't get any, they won't get pregnant or have any STDs, that's for sure. That's the only, yeah. Have you seen those STD commercials? They got a couple on there, and this nasty skank was talking about how she had four UTIs. Bull. In one, I was like, good Bull. God. Close your legs and shut your yeah, mouth. Yeah, that's not A UTI doesn't always come from sex, though. Well, apparently that's the way she was coming across as. Because I was having UTIs as a young girl before I, when I was still virgin. I'd have had them once a month instead of having a period. And yes, I was pure. <laughs> mm. I was only, what, 12? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I was going to say five. Oh, hush. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, UTIs are not always aren't STD. All right, all right, all right. Well, this is the way it's coming across in my perception of the television. You sure she's talking about, S- you sure she's talking about UTI or something else? I do know my initials, and I okay. can't figure it out with a urinary tract infection. Okay. Four of them in one time? Come on now. Well, it's possible. How about the little, 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 little
Somebody give me some misinformation. Yeah, all right. Well, let's get back to another story. Yes, Jeffrey. Don't you have one? Can you tell it, Jeffrey? Ah, the deadly love triangle. Oh. Mm-hmm. And where does this lovely triangle take place? Castillo de San Marcos in St. Augustine, Florida, the oldest masonry fort in the U.S. And not only that, but St. Augustine, Florida is the oldest city in uh, in America down there in Florida. And it's very haunted, too. Yeah, I mean, it's settled by the Spanish as opposed to the English. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the, Spanish ghosts. The Spain, the Spanish beat us to it, yeah? Yeah. And in 1784, Colonel uh, Garcia Marti brought his young wife, Dolores, to the fort in St. Marcos. He often ignored her, so she found other ways to spend her time. Was he Jeff and Henry? Mm-hmm. Don't ignore your wives. No. Nah. They're going to find ways. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. And you might not like it. No. Apparently, this is what happened here. Go ahead. Exactly. Go ahead, Jeffrey. She and her husband's assistant, Manuel Abuela, began an affair. Mm-hmm. Oh, with the husband's assistant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dolores wore a very distinctive perfume, which the colonel smelled on Manuel one day. Uh-oh. Well, could he just say that he got a hug from her? Probably yeah. wasn't even supposed to do that. Yeah, back in the day. This is the uh, commanding officer's wife. Mm-hmm. And the two lovers went missing shortly thereafter. Uh-oh. Yeah. And um, Colonel Garcia told the people that Dolores returned to Spain and Manuel went to, went to Cuba on assignment. However... Fifty years or so later, in a hidden room was found in a dungeon. Inside were the remains of a man and a woman. Some say chained to the wall, others a pile of ashes. Now, the sighting of a woman in a white dress has been seen. Could it be Dolores at the uh, Castillo de San Marcos in St. Augustine, Florida? Well, of course she's in a white dress. Always the white dress. Always, always the, the white dress. Always. That's the common theme around here. Lady in white. Yeah, it was just like the one in Petersburg. Yes, the lady in the white in the window, right? Lady in white. Mm-hmm. Now, that actually can mean a couple of things. It's just like the women were in distress or a bride. Mm-hmm. Or I think it's just white because, I mean... You know, that's what most ghosts are, or, you know. Translucent. Translucent and kind of white and, you know, ghosty looking. Because, I mean, who, who's ever heard of a, a dark ghost unless it's like a demon? Or it could be the funeral shroud. Yeah. A winding sheet, which is usually white. Now, of course, actually, when I was talking to you about some of those Victorian ghosts from... Mm-hmm. UK. Uh-huh. The women were in funeral shrouds. And were they always white? Or we assume they were white? They were black. Oh, they were black. They were black. Huh. Uh-oh. Now that's kind of creepy. Yeah, you know. I've seen funeral clothes. Remember the Museum of Death? Mm-hmm. In Nola? In yeah. Orleans? They had funeral clothes there. And they dressed the deceased in for burial. 
Mm-hmm. And they weren't always white. They were just very easy to get on and off, you put it that way, because you're doing the dead body. And they were kind of plain. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, ghosts are, like I said, they're always kind of seen as uh, being in white. And um, I guess if they were in black, that uh, represent evil, either that or the... I mean, you can't really see black in, in the dark. Yeah, no, you can't. That's true. It kind of fades. It kind of blends into the... Uh, yeah. Light. You know, I mean, there were some interesting stories out there. And the lady in white's always freaked me out. There's always a lady in white. You never see hear about a man in white. It's always a lady in white. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, then again, remember we were discussing like the Civil War soldiers? Mm-hmm. You're talking about a man that's going to be wearing the uniform of the Confederacy still standing there in that hallway. Yeah. And he's still like, like you... It seems to me, whatever you die in, that's what the, where the clothes you'll be living, wearing in your afterlife. For all eternity. So like it. So we better make sure we dress good every day. Mm-hmm. So right now, we're not exactly... Is this how we die tonight? We're going to look like crap the rest of the day. All right. Well, <laughs> it's going to look like we, uh, we're just hanging out at home. <laughs> the two relaxed ghosts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're just... I mean, like leggings, a sweatshirt. <laughs> but, I mean, even... Even, uh, you know, when the, you know back when Christ died, he was... Uh, they described him as being in white... With the, the, the shroud, sheet, the shroud, like the yeah. shroud shroud. Mm-hmm. The shroud of Turin. That's another episode. I know. It's a fake. You think? Mm-hmm. Is it or is it not? Well, you don't want to go up against them Catholics. It's a fake. I know. Talk we like them. our relics. I <laughs> know. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, how many relics of Saint Valentine are there? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> oh, there was actually um. A relic of him in Dublin, Ireland. Is he chasing snakes? That's St. Patrick. Oh. And anyway, they didn't have snakes in Ireland. There are none. There never were. <laughs> Too cold over there. No. But anyway, there was a um, there was a St. Valentine's skull, supposedly. It's a relic. And it's at, um, in a church in Dublin, and it's got a little crown of flowers on him. Oh, he's a hippie dude. Yeah. No. He, he married people for love. He made sure he made sure lovers were married. He know? could have been like he could have been he could have been a hippie. Yeah, but he's in he's in Dublin, Ireland. Yeah. So that's it's a it's a skull. We don't know if it's St. Valentine's or not. It's just it's a skull. I mean, sometimes they look at the the bones that they have of patron saints. They may only have like a finger or a hand. Not even a hand, have a toe or something. And it's I usually know. an animal's bone. And they do like the test. And it's like, yeah, this is, y'all been ripped off because this is a scam. Those relics were a scam. Hmm. Yeah, because like how many uh, hands of some saint are scattered throughout Europe? You know. Yeah, he's like 10 hands <laughs> of him. It's like, okay, but we only have two. <laughs> they always talked about like the cross of Christ. Mm hmm. And <clears throat> what they've been selling is wood shavings from the cross. 
Oh, Lord. Just wood shavings? Yeah. Then they're actually saying that this is from the the original cross. And so dumbass me would have this around his neck going, this is Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you would. Yeah, yeah. So they actually felt kind of special. Well, yeah, the this... big thing that Catholics are supposed to wear is the, you know, the um, crucifixion. Crucifix. Yeah, the, the cru- crucifix. <clears throat> I have the crucifixion cross. and um, I was found that kind of weird about the Catholic Church is that they still had Christ on the cross where the... Um, other religions only have a cross they just have the cross like you know he he did uh, you know rise from the dead and he's not on the cross anymore the Catholics like them become morbid oh no I think the best thing had to have been was I remember one year not too long ago in my church they were putting the crucifix up mm-hmm. and then being the good pagans that we are, because yes, we had casino night. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I look at um, communion, which is some transubstantiation. I'm like, okay, this is symbolic cannibalism. The blood and the body of Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. It's and it's supposed to come in. It's supposed to hit your mouth. It's supposed to turn into that. I'm like, so y'all are practicing cannibalism. Yes. <laughs> well, I think you missed the point when. The, you know, the Bible calls Christ the, the uh, bread of life. And I think that's the point of uh, eating the, um, the the body of Christ. Is that he's the bread of, he's the bread of life. And, uh, you know, of course, when you, you confess your sins to him. And the bread of life is supposed to give you, you know, life again. All right. That's just what I'm saying. And I think, um, from what I under, remember, that uh, St. Valentine was, was, a, was a Catholic, too, so. And most people were back in the day. Yeah. And when I'm talking about the, the 3rd century, that was Catholic. Everybody well, Catholic. Catholic. Catholic or Muslim. Everybody, if you were European. Or Jewish. Yeah, if you were not, if you were not Jewish or Muslim, you were Catholic. And if you were in Europe, that's just the way it was. That was Catholic was the church. Mm-hmm. The one and only. Mm-hmm. One and only church. Yeah, this cocktail is totally good, huh? hmm I'm telling you, it was... This cocktail was great. Did you take a picture of it for... Yes, I did. Hers always does. And I garnished it with a little heart. I know, and I ate that. You ate the heart? <laughs> ate the heart. The telltale heart. Oh, yes. No, I just found out that, um, I don't know. I mean, when we were discussing doing the St. Valentine's, the only thing that came to mind was Chicago. Oh, the uh, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Yes, which is haunted. Tell us. Well, the garage is no longer there. They took the wall down. It's in some sort of nightclub. When they put the gang, the mobsters against the wall and they shot them down, mm-hmm. and the rival gang came in dressed as police. Good ruse. Mm-hmm. 
And um, that's what I was aiming for. Ah. Uh. St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Yeah, that was pretty gruesome. It was. They lit them up. They got shot with Thompson submachine guns, forty-five caliber. Ooh. Now, the slug on that is pretty thick. So you're saying once it enters the body, it's going to do some damage? Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they like to shoot a lot of bullets. Yeah, you didn't have to worry about being accurate on that. No. You just shoot, point and shoot. And you're going to hit something. And you'll hit and you'll destroy what's ever in the path. You know, what's funny was I actually rented a Thompson machine gun to go out to a gun range one time years ago. Did you have fun shooting it? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> the best 50 bucks I ever spent. How many rounds That's it? Yeah. Dang. How many rounds? I got 30 rounds. So I was done rather quickly. Yeah. <laughs> did you um? Did you load it yourself or? No, they did it for me. That's oh. okay. You want to go? Yeah, it'd be fun to shoot something like that. Yeah, no, they got all sorts of guns there. Hmm. And then I was running out of money, so I was like, "Well, that's enough for me." Yeah. <laughs> I had my five minutes of fun. We're good. Not Where even. It's um, the gun range off of um, Midlothian Turnpike. Oh. Oh, guys, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> we are still on air. <laughs> yes, we are. We went from, well, we were talking about St. Valentine's Day Massacre, and you said it's haunted. You didn't tell us any hauntings. Well, you no, started. apparently the victims are supposed to still haunt the garage that this was took place in. Oh, I would be there, too. I'd be like, okay, where, who, who messed me up? Mm-hmm. And you know there was a mechanic that was just in there to fix a transmission, and he was put up against the wall and shot also. For no and reason? No, no. Just no. that he was in the wrong place he at the wrong time? He was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Ooh. Damn. Sucks for him. Yeah, I know. Damn, 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 damn. And if he got the transmission going, supposedly he was getting a bonus for the day. Mm. No, man, what a bonus, huh? Yeah, got shot in the back. Oh, that sucks for him. Well, listen, folks, it is about that time. I'd like to say thank you. And we went down a rabbit hole, didn't we, guys? Yeah. Okay, you guys have a great day. And happy Valentine's Day, and don't make it bloody.